Welcome to the Lady Beta Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Mern. I'm a climbing coach, business coach, and brain rewiring certified coach. In this podcast, we'll talk about all things climbing, business growth, and brain rewiring from a holistic point of view. You can hear more from me over on Instagram at ladybeta.coaching and on my website, ladybetacoaching.com. You can find freebies for training for climbing, building your business, and brain rewiring over there. I'm so excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the show. I am coming to you today from Leavenworth. I am staring out my window here at my apartment and it is a beautiful day out. It kind of still feels like summer a little bit. It's been pretty hot. I think I actually might have gotten a little sunburnt yesterday, but I think the weather is eventually going to cool down. I think it's going to be an amazing fall and I'm really, really excited for it. Today, I'm gonna be talking all about the things that I wish I knew before starting my online business. I've got seven of them. Um, I'm sure there are a lot more, but they all fell on these seven categories. And if my voice sounds a little bit scratchy, that's because I was sick over the weekend. I got a cold, kind of took me down for about 24 hours, but thankfully I was able to beat it pretty quickly and bounce back. I was able to go climbing yesterday, which was awesome. Didn't seem to lose too much because of that. So just a little uh, shout out to rest, um, which is definitely something I'm going to be talking about today as well inside your business and just in day-to-day life. I think, you know, it's really easy to get caught up in the hustle culture, the go, 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 the conditioning of, oh, the more you do, the more you'll get. But just remembering that in order to actually bring things in, we do actually need to rest to receive it. So it's just an important message there in case you're feeling a little bit of burnout, you're feeling extra tired lately. So some updates from me. I'm so excited because last week the launch of Synergy was awesome. It went so well. I'm so excited to have all 15 spots filled up for the beta testing round of Synergy. I am planning to relaunch this self-paced brain rewiring program in the beginning of 2022. So I will put the link to the waitlist in the show notes if you're interested in learning more about that. I'm so excited to get all of the feedback from this round and truly make this the most most transformative program that I possibly can so that it is ultra effective, ultra efficient, and gets you the results that you're looking for. So again, I'll put the link to the waitlist so you can be first to know when spots open in 2022, which holy shit is actually really close. Um, It seems like 2021 just absolutely flew by. Uh, 2020 was like the longest year in the history of the years. And then 2021 was just kind of like flash. Holy shit, it's already October. Other updates, I am really excited because I actually took a 72 hour, so a three day social media detox from Instagram this weekend. That's the first time that I've taken that long of a period of time off of Instagram since I started my business almost two years ago. And I was a little bit nervous at first, but quite a few of the gals in Synergy, the group program for brain rewiring, were doing it and that kind of got it in my brain. And then my coach Sinead suggested it as well. And I was like, you know what? This is perfect timing. I just wrapped up my launch. I feel really, really good with where I'm at right now. And I could really use some time to come back to myself to get some clarity on what I want to do next in my business and to really ground into my own energy. And I deleted the app off my phone. Uh, My thumb kind of went for it a couple times, but then after that, I totally forgot about it. And it was 
awesome. It was so great just to live my life and just to kind of forget about everything else that was happening online to really get into my own energy. I was able to get back into my meditation practice. That was really awesome. Went and hiked to some beautiful places. For me, just connecting with nature and really being out there is just so powerful. And then pairing that with the meditation. I actually also, Sinead asked me, she was like, what are your goals? Um, And I realized I had hit every single one of my goals from business goals, to climbing goals to personal goals and I was like oh my god I haven't like really sat down to reset my goals I didn't really have anything that I was like aiming towards and for me I'm just someone that I'm so driven and so motivated that I really do need something to focus all of my energy into So it was really great to be able to sit with myself and ask myself, like, what do I actually want? What do I want to accomplish? What do I want to achieve? What type of impact do I want to have? Who do I want to serve? And what way do I want to do that? So I got a lot of clarity around that this weekend. And I'm really excited because pretty much for the rest of the year, I'm going to be talking a lot about growing your business. That is something that is, I mean, it's, it's so close to my heart. It changed my entire life. I absolutely love being a business owner. I love running my business. I love all of the unique challenges that come with it. Yes, sometimes it's really hard and we'll talk about that today, but it is all it's so worth it. It is for me it's the best thing that I've ever done and to be able to share that with other people. So if you have or haven't started a business yet, to really be able to expand on that and be able to do work in a way that lights you up and brings you joy and helps other people, like it's it's a win-win-win. It is honestly my greatest pleasure to be able to help people grow grow their businesses. It's something that I am so incredibly passionate about. So I'm planning on relaunching Ignite, which is my group business coaching program. Sometime in October, November, I am still solidifying the dates, um, thinking of different ways that I want to put this program out, different offers that I want to have around it, if I want to do a free challenge, um, if I want to do a singular masterclass. Um, Just so you guys know, I'm going to be really transparent about the way that I go about planning these things because I think it's really helpful for business owners to kind of know the behind the scenes. Um, I find it really enlightening when I listen to other business owners talk about the way that they make decisions, why they make the decisions that they do, and then breaking it down after what worked, what they would change for next time, the unique challenges that they faced. For me, I just, I love it all. I think it's just super helpful. And every single time I go to launch something, it's an experiment. All I'm doing, all I'm looking for is gaining information. What worked? What could I do better? What would I, you know, essentially want to remain the same? And taking that information for the next time and hopefully amplifying that, showing up with different energy. So if you are interested in Ignite, this group program, it's going to be very intimate. The spots are going to be very limited. So if you're interested in that, I would send me a DM on Instagram or an email letting me know ASAP that you're interested in that because these spots are going to sell out super quick. I've already had a ton of interest in this since I ran it in May. And I'm likely going to be running this. I don't even know if I'm going to be running it a couple of times a year. We'll see. I do everything so intuitively in my business. Um, I don't tend to plan out very far because I know for me having flexibility to pivot and to do what I'm really excited about in the moment is super important but I know that I am going to do an ignite group launch this year and then a six-figure mastermind as well which I am 
fucking excited about. I've had this in the back of my brain since about February of this year, so quite a while at this point. And I know that starting this in 2022 in the very beginning is going to be super transformative. January is just always such a time for, okay, what can we implement? What can we do? It's winter, it's cold. So for me, I'm usually not going outside and climbing and I'm really focused on other areas and aspects of my life, like business growth. So for me, I'm gonna be launching this towards the end of December. And I have a lot of previous clients that are working towards hitting six figures in their business that I know will be such a perfect fit for this. So if you're out there and you're listening and you're like, okay, I have my business started, it's established, and I'm working towards hitting those five-figure months and hopefully hitting six figures in a single calendar year, then this offer is going to be for you. More details about that to come, but just so you kind of know what's on the horizon. And then, of course, that self-paced synergy program will be relaunching in 2022 as well, along with some really exciting Black Friday deals and specials. I'm actually contemplating closing out my training programs. Ooh, you're the first to know if you listen to this podcast. So if you're listening, those are going to be like hella good deals on Black Friday. I still haven't solidified details around that, but for me, it's all about what am I putting my energy into? What am I excited about? Because if I'm putting energy into something where like climbing training, that was something that I was so passionate about. I still am for myself, but there are so many other coaches out there, coaches that I've worked with, coaches that have been my clients that I know are fucking amazing at what they do. They are so, so good at what they do. And I can just tell that they're so passionate about it. And for me to open up space for that, I think is just going to be a beautiful thing because if I'm still putting energy into offers that I am not personally aligned with anymore, it's taking away energy from other things. So stay tuned for that. Again, just giving you a little transparency and behind the scenes because I think it's really important. I think the way that people make decisions in their business, it might seem like, oh, all of a sudden she's making this decision to do this thing. But if you have a little bit of the backstory and kind of where people are coming from, I think it can be really helpful. So let's go ahead and dive into the seven things that I wish I knew before starting my online business. So these things, I actually came up with this morning and I want to do two podcast episodes a week for the next couple of weeks because I have so many amazing interviews that I want to put out, interviews with friends, people that I really look up to, previous clients of mine, and I think that they're all going to be really helpful, but I really love doing these solo episodes as well. So I think I'm going to do two a week for the next coming weeks and we'll see how long that last because it's a lot of energy, a lot of effort. And thankfully, I have people on my team to help me with podcast editing and to help me kind of make this whole dream actually become a reality. We're going to talk about outsourcing today because holy shit, it's super important. So the first thing that I wish I knew before starting my online business is that you're never going to arrive. You're never going to feel like, oh my gosh, I've done it. I can just put everything down now. I have made it but you can also feel at peace with that. So what I mean by that is we always think that, oh, once I do this, once I hit six figures, once I hit you know a five-figure month with inside my business, once I have 10 clients, once I do X, Y, and Z, oh, then 
I'll feel this way. Then I'll be changed. Then I'll be transformed. Yeah, no, it doesn't actually work that way. And for me, I realized I was kind of operating on that belief and on that mindset. And it was keeping me really stuck. It was keeping me really fucking anxious for everything that was going to happen next. And it wasn't until recently that I realized I wasn't operating that way anymore. And I have become a lot more at peace with where I'm at in my business. And I've become a lot more at peace with, you know what, there are a lot of ups and downs and it is not just linear progress and linear growth all the time. And I am okay with that. In business, it's a lot of peaks and valleys. And I often think that as an entrepreneur, you know, your success is kind of dependent on how well you can handle the uncertainty. We don't have steady paychecks. We don't get paid twice a month. We don't get paid weekly. Nothing's guaranteed. It's all kind of on you to make those pieces happen. For me, I think that's the fucking best part about it. I absolutely love that aspect of it. I know that's not for everybody. For me, that's a super exciting part of it. Like I feel lucky to be able to have that and to know that my business depends on me, the decisions that I make, the support that I hire and the direction that I want to go. And really understanding that, you know what, like there might be some months where you don't quite make as much money as other months, but that does not mean that you're not moving forward. So what I teach my clients a lot of the times is about vanity metrics. And vanity metrics are things like the number of Instagram likes that you have, the number of people DMing you, all of these things that we can count that might feel like, okay, we're making progress forward, but are we actually? Are those things actually translating into customers, into sales, into people that are working with you? So vanity metrics, for me, when I look at my income, it's not so much monthly anymore, it's over the year. What can I tell that I've done over the year and am I doing it in a way that feels really good for me? I have spent a lot of time and effort this year restructuring and reformatting my business from working with one-on-one clients to now I work primarily in groups and then one-off intensives. So I don't have one-on-one clients anymore and that was a really scary shift and change to make and that's not because I don't like working with people one-on-one. I fucking love it. It's so fun. It is so fun to get to know somebody on that level to be able to be in every single detail of their business and to be able to support them so fully within that. But I know that for me, my message was meant for a bigger audience. So that means working with groups. That means putting out self-paced programs. That means doing three hour intensive business deep dives that are super, super fun. So really being able to look at what have I done over this year and is that in a way that feels really good for me? It feels really authentic and allows me enough time and free space to enjoy the rest of my life because my business is not my life. It's not everything. It is something that allows me to have the life that I want while serving in a way that feels really good for me and helps other people. It is outdoor bouldering season here in Washington, specifically in Leavenworth, and I'm so excited. All of that sticky granite just waiting for me. And one thing that's been in my arsenal even more lately than usual has been my Fizzy Vantage collagen. Literally, I cannot go a day without this. If you have not heard of collagen yet, it is an amazing supplement. We actually produce this within our own bodies, but once we hit the age of 30, we start to decline 
in what we can produce. So taking it externally can actually help to replenish a lot of that. Not only does it help your skin, your nails, your hair, your bones, your gut health, there are so many different benefits to it. So for me, the way that I like to take collagen is in my coffee in the morning. So I put one scoop in there. It actually adds about nine to 10 grams of protein per tablespoon. So you can know that you're getting enough and adequate protein in as well. And I also like to make my infamous tea lattes. So steeping some tea, my favorite lately has been a chocolate tea. Oh my gosh, it is so good. Usually there's some superfood mushrooms in there as well. So this chocolate tea, I steep it up. I put the collagen in there. I put a little bit of non-dairy creamer. I have been really digging on the French vanilla nut pods lately. So good. Blend it all up and it is like this foamy, delicious hot latte. Don't knock it until you've tried it. It is so good. I really love the unflavored collagen, but the peach mango has also been a recent favorite of mine. I like that with a ginger tea latte that can be really, really good. So with the collagen, I swear it makes my skin grow back faster. If you spend time climbing outside, you know that skin is, it can sometimes be the detriment to your climbing session. Um, I was actually just talking with my coach Galena about this, asking her for the other skincare tips that she had because it's such a bummer when your session is ended because you just have paper thin skin and everything that you touch hurts. You know, whenever your like skin feels hot and it's like trying to regrow, you're like looking at your tips and you're like, oh my God, they're wet. Like it's trying to regrow and you're like, I'm not done yet. Like we were talking about this and she's like, yeah, it's totally fine if like my biceps give out or my lats or like my psych goes away, but my skin, come on. So I've been taking this and I really have been noticing a difference in my skin and how fast I'm actually able to have it grow back. It seems like I am developing calluses faster as well, which I am super excited about. So if you've been wanting to try out Fizzy Vantage Collagen, they also have other amazing products. For me, the collagen has always been a staple ever since they first came out with it. If you want to get your hands on some, you can use the code LADYBETA, all one word, at checkout to get 15% off. I would highly recommend starting with the unflavored version, and then you can go with the peach mango if you want to explore a little bit. It's also really great in smoothies and also in oatmeal. I can't wait to see what you've tried. Tag me and tag Fizzy Vantage on Instagram if you go ahead and give those products a try. So kind of realizing that I was never going to arrive at a certain place and just magically feel better. I mean, that's the human experience. Like we always think, oh, if I get that job, if I get that partner, if I do this and that, if I climb this grade, then I'll have made it and then I'll feel, you know, much differently. But the truth is like, that's the beauty of being human is that we are constantly evolving, constantly growing. And it really is, it really comes down to how we face those challenges. That's what shapes us. So the second one is realizing that it's going to be hard a lot. Online business is ever-changing, ever-growing. Being a business owner is one of the most dynamic things I've ever done. Pivoting constantly, responding to different challenges, changes with the way that, you know, social media is run, with the way that people consume content. Constantly trying to be creative and come up with for different ways for people to understand what you're offering, understand your message to connect with you. 
And for me, really wishing that I had known that like, yeah, it's going to be hard a lot, similar to you're never going to arrive. But for me, it being hard a lot kind of relates to it's going to be really lonely sometimes. Not everybody was cut out to be a business owner, to be an entrepreneur, and not everybody's going to understand. For me, when I talk to my family, I can tell that, you know, while they're empathetic, they just, it's not something that they understand because they are not business owners. They're not built the way that I was built. And, you know, to potentially talk to my other friends who aren't business owners, again, like they kind of understand, they kind of get it, and they can offer their support. but. They don't truly know what it's like to have something be completely on you, to have something be dependent on your energy, what you produce, and being able to really fully comprehend that if, you know, if your business isn't successful, like you will have to go back to work for somebody else. So with that and it being lonely, that's a big part of why I am so freaking passionate about creating groups and masterminds around this because being with like-minded people, for me, once I finally found a mastermind, a seven-figure mastermind that I was like, oh my God, these people actually understand me. They're going through the same thing as me and holy shit, I'm not alone. Like these people have been through this thing. Maybe they have advice for me when they went through that. Maybe I have advice for them. Feeling like my advice and what I have to say was so valued was honestly, like it was a game changer for me. So that's again, why I'm so passionate about putting out groups and masterminds so that people feel heard. They feel understood. They feel supported in their mission. They feel supported in what they're doing. Another piece of this is it's that having that drive that not many people understand. Um, For me, I've always been a very driven and motivated person and I just didn't know where to put that drive and motivation. I felt like I was trying to like put it into like maybe relationships that I had. I put it into swimming for a really long time and then I put it into climbing. But for me, if I am so singularly focused on something That is fulfilling for a time, but there comes a time where I I just have this nagging feeling. I'm like, it's not enough. Like I need to do something else. I am a multi-passionate person and I need to have my different pockets where I feel like I can express myself, where I can be creative. Things like climbing, running a business, reading books, being able to just be me and really be a whole person, not just be a climber. And for some people, you know, that's their calling and that's what feels really good for them. And that's awesome. But for me, I know that I need to have all of these different pieces. And it was so hard for a time. Like I really was questioning, like, why couldn't I just be happy with what I had? You know, other people are doing it. What's so wrong about me? Like, why can't I just be like thankful to have time to go rock climbing and, you know, maybe focus a little bit on other things, but it just never felt as fulfilling as I thought it would. Being an entrepreneur and a business owner is also probably the biggest self-development journey there is. Um, For me, it's been constantly learning about myself, constantly evolving. And the more that I up-level myself, the more that my business up-levels as well. I used to think of these two things as separate. I used to think of, oh, I'm going to do, you know, self-development work and then I'm going to do work on my business. But now I know when I do self-development work, when I do things like brain rewiring, when I do trauma healing, when I do meditation. I'm working on myself and that raises the frequency of me which raises the frequency of my business. They are not separate. They are the same thing. So doing things for self-care as a business owner, that will actually improve your business. And I really wish I had known that. I wish I had known that because it's going to be hard, 
that you deserve to take time for self-care, that you deserve to actually enjoy the rest of your life. It's not just hustle, hustle, hustle all the time. That self-development piece for me when I realized that was such a big game changer. It was such an eye-opener. I was like, holy shit, the more work I do on myself, the more magnetic I become, the more people want to work with me. And no, I don't have to show up on Instagram where I don't have to write more emails. People are just naturally going to be more attracted to me because I've done the work. Number three is, I wish I had known that in the beginning, some things are going to go on the back burner, but they get to come back later. And that's the key point is they get to come back later. This was just for a time period. Um, I will say probably the first year of my business, I was working in overdrive. I had just quit my job at the grocery store and it was like this make or break moment. It was like now or never, like you either get to be successful or you're going to go back to working at the grocery store. And I was like, oh, hell no, we ain't going back there. I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure that I am not going back to that life because it was the worst. Um, It wasn't a terrible job. It just like was not in alignment for me. I hated every second of it. I hated, I, I would literally cry before I went to work in the morning because I knew that that wasn't what I was meant to be doing. I knew I was wasting so much of my, my talents and my skills. I didn't really know what they were at the time, but I just knew that I had, I had a higher calling and I wasn't, you know, fulfilling that. And it felt, I felt really disappointed in myself a lot. So for that first year of my business, I was just trying to prove myself, trying to make a name for myself, working so hard. I think I launched just about every single month in my business, which if you're a business owner, if you launched before, you know, it's a big time and energy expenditure. You put a lot out there to make people aware of your offers, to educate about them, and then to actually execute the offer as well, whether that's a group or working with somebody one-on-one. It's a huge energy output. So for me... I didn't even realize how tired I was until a couple of months after that when I actually started to slow down. It wasn't actually until my now boyfriend came to visit me in Salt Lake over Thanksgiving of 2020 that I realized, holy shit, I've just been working like 24-7 every day, all day because I was so afraid. I was in scarcity mindset. I was afraid. I was fearful that it was going to go away. I put everything on the back burner. I put climbing training on the back burner. I put feeding myself on the back burner. I I don't even know what I ate, but it certainly wasn't like the best food. I was solely focused on this one thing. And I do think that that was part of why my business was able to be so successful. But it wasn't until I realized that second part that those things get to come back later. They need to come back later. You need to reintegrate some of these things. I don't think I took like any real climbing trips. You know, granted, it was also during COVID. So I guess the timing actually um, lined up very nicely. But for me, it was all about, you know, what does the business need? It wasn't what do I need? So realizing that things get to come back later, relationships get to come back later, friendships get to come back later, climbing, training, reading, all gets to come back later was such an eye-opener for me. And I was like, holy shit, how did I forget this? Did I really think I was going to operate at this pace for so long? So I think telling myself that would have been really helpful to know that, okay, this is kind of like your season of sacrifice. That's kind of the way that I like to phrase things sometimes because it enters into this concept that you have a season of sacrifice, but you also get a season of rest, of play, of relaxation. But you can't always be in a season of sacrifice. You have to balance the two. There has to be balance in order to have that season of sacrifice. 
you must first have the season of rest and play and rejuvenation in order to make it through that other season. The fourth thing that I wish I had known before starting my online business is outsourcing is actually your BFF. And the more that you can do it, the easier your life will become. I think a lot of business owners, especially when they're first starting, there's a, this tendency to hold on to everything that they make. It's fear, it's scarcity mindset, thinking that it'll go away. I know I was the same way. I was so new in my business that I I was under the impression, I was like, I'm just going to do it all. Um, I also had a lot of perfectionism tendencies, and I've been working a lot on that, especially this year, as I now have two amazing assistants and really working on trusting myself to educate them on the ways to do things and then giving them feedback as we go really releasing a lot of that control because if you're still doing everything with inside of your business, you are standing in your own way. You are the thing that's not allowing your business to scale and grow even further. You know, I think there's a lot of really positive things to be said about knowing how to do all of the different tasks with inside of your business, knowing how to work on your website, knowing how to set up email funnels, knowing how to onboard clients, set up payment plans. I know how to do all of those things. But do I need to do all of those things? Am I the best person inside my business to do these things? Fuck no. There are people that are way better at that than me. There are people that are amazing at creating sales pages. If you've looked at a sales page that I've created, no, no. That is not that is not what I need to be doing as a business owner. I need to be acting like a CEO. Not somebody that just works inside the business. I need to be somebody that makes decisions, that delegates, that outsources, that allows things to be done for me. This is a big piece too of feminine energy, which we'll get to in a second, but allowing myself to receive the support, to receive the help. Because when I invest into people to help and support my business, that's what actually allows it to grow. So as soon as you can, if there are tasks that you're like, "Uh uh-uh, this this doesn't light me up, I don't like this, I dread it, I procrastinate on it, there's just no way I want to do this thing, it brings my frequency down when I do it, that's going to be your first sign to start outsourcing. And it's going to be so, so helpful for you. I am so glad that I started outsourcing things, things like podcast editing, things like sales pages and onboarding clients because there are people out there that are so good at these things and it really lights me up to be able to pay them to pay women specifically to support other people in their businesses and what they're doing in their endeavors it's such a cool feeling to be able to help in that way and to be able to give back It's one of the best feelings I think I've ever experienced. So outsourcing, that's a huge one. Highly recommend it. If you are somebody that has a hard time with control and saying, but like, I don't know if they're going to be able to do it as well as me. What if they're able to do it better than you? Would you not have them do it? It's honestly, I think, a way for us to practice letting go of control. I think it is something that we can all do a little bit more of. Where in my life can I receive more support? Can I ask somebody to do this thing for me that would be really helpful? People cannot read our minds, you know? Um, Sometimes I'm like, damn, I wish they could. That would be really helpful. But we have to communicate our needs. We have to let ourselves be supported. What is the good thing 
about never needing help from someone, from always being like the tough one, the one that always just does it themselves, like Miss Independent. For me, for a long time, I thought that that was kind of like a badge of honor. Like it was like, oh yeah, I can do all of these things by myself. But you know what? It makes you fucking tired and it makes you bitter and it makes you resentful. So I think just reevaluating where in my life can I actually receive support? Can I allow somebody to do something for me? People want to do things for people, especially your partners, your family, those close to you. It creates a stronger bond between you. And you might actually end up feeling better because of it. This brings us to number five on my list. And once you actually let yourself be supported... It's rest and feminine energy are crucial. You need rest, even if you're not a business owner. It's, again, so easy to be caught up in the always be productive, always on the go, always busy, always overscheduled, always saying I'm so busy as like this badge of success, as like the more busy I am, the more successful I am, or the more busy I am, the more productive I am, the more worthy I am which is, I think, a story that a lot of us have. For me, I really wish I would have known that if I would have rested more, I probably would have brought more in. If I would have incorporated more feminine energy, more creativity, more flow into what I did, into my work, I probably would have felt a lot better. I probably wouldn't have had this underlying fear that if I stopped even for a second, that things would go away. It wasn't until this year that I was kind of forced to rest for a few different personal reasons. Maybe I'll do a podcast episode about that in the future. We'll see. But I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I was uh, just kind of go, go, going on all cylinders. I was burning the candle at both ends at all points in time. And for me, once I actually did rest, once I stepped into that, I realized, oh my gosh, it could be so much easier than what I'm making it right now. Rest still feels a little bit foreign to me, but I remind myself and I've had a lot of, I've hired a lot of coaches around this to help support me in this, to make sure that I am resting, make sure that I'm being held accountable, make sure that I'm changing my habits and patterns and not just going back to what I was doing. Again, shifting and reformatting my business a lot from working one-on-one with people to more groups and passive offers and one-off sessions so that I can open up more time. Because when I have more time, I feel more creative. When I have more time, I can go climbing. When I have more time, I can spend more time with my partner. I can spend more time with the relationships that matter to me. I can do things like meditate and raise my frequency. And that, like I mentioned before, is actually what's going to improve my business more so than spending another 10 minutes writing an email, another 20 minutes coming up with an Instagram post. So that rest and feminine energy, they're they're crucial. We need that. We need it. It's not something that like, oh, it would be nice, or I'll do that when. If we don't find a way to slow down, the universe will make us. That's just kind of the way of things, especially if we have that feminine core. If we are a feminine being at our core, and I've talked a lot about feminine and masculine energy, and at some point I want to do a whole podcast episode around this, but with feminine energy, we love to be supported. The feminine energy loves to be supported. 
So if you're not living in alignment with that, if you're never allowing yourself to be supported, if you're so in your masculine that you're never allowing anything to be done for you, you always have to have control of everything, you're so structured and you're neglecting that feminine, like essentially like that's your true nature, then the universe is going to find a way to have something happen to where it balances out again. So for us to kind of get ahead of that and realize, okay, maybe I do need to rest a little bit more. I think sometimes it can prevent some of those bigger things from happening. This brings me to number six. You will want support. I wish I had known that. Not that I need it, but that I want it. And for me, support comes in, yes, hiring people, absolutely, but also coaches, And the people around me, again, asking them to do things for me when I don't have time, asking my boyfriend to make dinner when I have a night where I have a lot of things to do. And he's like happy to do it. He wants to do it for me. He loves when I ask him to do things like that. And going back to the coaching aspect of it is having people to support me in the dreams and the goals and the visions that I have for my business. People that have been and created what I want to create, paying them to accelerate the process for me because fuck yeah, I could like sit there on the internet and spend like an entire year and figure it out. Or I could spend three hours with this person and ask them exactly how they did it, get all the answers. And then boom, there I am. I've greatly accelerated that process for me. And that little key piece there too. So not needing support. You don't need it. You have all the answers with inside of you. You have all of the resources that you could ever need. You are whole and complete as you are. But having support, again, can accelerate that process. We only have so much energy to spend on things. Time is a resource that we'll never get back. For me, money is always replenishable. For me, I way rather spend my money on things than spend my time on things. If I can pay somebody to accelerate the process, if I can purchase a course to teach me exactly what I want to know and do that, hell yeah, I'm absolutely going to do that. You can find everything you want out there for free, but how long do you want it to take you? I spent years, years before I actually came out as a climbing coach, years researching how to train. I spent years coming up with training programs for myself, for friends, before I actually announced that I had training programs. And all the information is out there. I didn't pay for a single, I mean, besides books, a single course or anything before I had started that process. It was all research, trial and error, and it took so long. It took forever. And I look back on my business and the reason that I was able to be so successful in, I mean, essentially right when I started my business is because I paid for help. I paid for people to support me, to lead me through the process, because again, it's a, it's, Peaks and valleys, it's a roller coaster sometimes. And having that support there makes me feel less alone, makes me feel like everything that I want is possible for me. I'm not crazy for wanting the things that I want and that other people out there have done it too. So having those examples of other people that have done the things that we want to do, super, super important. Highly recommend if you haven't had a coach in your business to do that because it can be incredibly expansive for you to be held, to be supported in that container, that in and of itself will add a lot of success to your business just from that power of the container. And the last thing, so number seven, is I wish I had known that I have what it takes, that success is inevitable and I need to act like it. 
we are not led to things that aren't meant for us. We each have a specific journey and a specific path with our own unique challenges, our own things that we are meant to overcome. And just reminding myself in those hard moments when I was, you know, worried about what I was going to offer next, when my launch wasn't going exactly as I envisioned it, when I felt really low and really down, just reminding myself that I do have what it takes. And oftentimes, like we need that contrast. We need those moments that feel so low in order to experience the ones that feel so good and so high and so positive. We need the contrast in order to appreciate it more. I wish I had known that I had what it takes because I think it would have taken a lot of pressure off. For me, a big part of starting to actually bring in the goals to manifest in what you want is acting as if it's already happening. So I remember this one specific point in my business where somebody asked me, you know, how it was going. And I was like, great, I have a really successful, thriving business. And that was maybe like one month into my business. And I was like, "Uh, do I actually though? And I was like, you know what? Fuck yeah, I do. I have a very successful business. And the more I said it, the more it became my reality. And all of a sudden, it wasn't just something that I was saying. It was something that I believed full heartedly, 100%. No doubts about it. I have a successful, thriving business. I actually have more people who want to work with me than I can actually take on right now. I'm actually so successful that I have to hire people to help me. So a lot of the times we actually have to act like it before it becomes our reality. But the more that we act like it, the more that we are calling that thing in, the more that we are manifesting that thing into our lives. If I had actually believed that I have what it takes, I think I would have acted a little bit differently. And for me now, I remind myself all the time that the goals that I have, I'm like sitting here like kind of like smiling and cringing right now because I'm like, oh my God, they're like so big. They're so big. Goals that I have in my business right now, they like make me make me second guess if it's even possible, but I know that they are because I've already achieved everything that I've ever wanted in my business. And now it's time to set bigger, higher, and better goals. Because if I was able to bring those things in, fuck yeah, I'm going to be able to bring in what I want now. It's all possible for me. I have what it takes. I had to go through every single thing that I've ever been through in my entire life to bring me to where I am now in order to prepare me for this next level of myself, this next version of myself in my business. I couldn't have gotten here without those trials. I couldn't have gotten here without those challenges. And for you, if you're a business owner, really reflect on that. What have you gone through to get to where you are now? How has it made and shaped you into the person, the business owner that you are now? You are not the same business owner that you were a year ago, even a week ago. You are completely different. Everything is available to you every single thing. Are you acting like success is inevitable? Your success is inevitable with inside your business right now? Or are you acting as if it could go away in an instant? Are you acting as if you could fail? For me, there really isn't such a thing as failure. It's you take the lessons and you learn or you don't. And that's all we can do to move forward. The only real failure is if you never try, if you never take a chance on your dreams and you always are living in that what if, what if I had done that? What if I had quit my job? What if I had put out that offer? What if I had taken that certification to become a coach? We can't live in that. Life is way too fucking short for that. We've got to do the thing. Again, 
You wouldn't be led to it if it weren't meant for you. Remind yourself of that. Not everybody wants the same things as you. You are unique. You are led to things for a reason. The universe doesn't like put out and dangle this carrot in front of you and then say, oh, you can't have that. It's not cruel. It wants you to take the steps to be in alignment. And I'm not saying there's not going to be challenges. Because again, that shapes you into the person that you are to be the strong, powerful person that you are, to use your voice, to not play small. There's going to be challenges, but the universe wants you to have what you want to have. It wants to co-create your reality with you. So that's just a little plug if you haven't uh, taken that next step in your business or even the first step that again, life is so short and you got to do the things that you feel called to do. So I hope this was really helpful for you. I was just, I felt so called to put this podcast out and it's just something that I feel so strongly about is that if you are a business owner or even want to be a business owner, like you were meant to do that in whatever capacity, whatever niche, whatever skill set that you have, you can make that into a business. I have seen and heard of so many different businesses that I'm like, wow, I would never would have thought that that was a thing. And all of a sudden it is, it's a reality. They created the thing that they, that that didn't exist. They created what they had in their mind and it became an actual thing. So I'm really excited to be talking more about business in the upcoming weeks, upcoming months throughout the end of the year. I'm so excited about this and thank you so much for listening to the show. If you haven't yet left a rating and review, you know, I would really super appreciate it. They light my face up. They make my day. It helps other people find the show and it only takes a couple of seconds to leave one. You can just go to iTunes.com on your browser, or you can go to your iTunes podcast app on your phone, and there should be a space right there to leave your review. I hope you have the best rest of your day, and I will talk to you next episode.